bacon bit about Hamilton. <laughs> wow. This is a bacon bit about Hamilton. How <laughs> oh, did a bacon bit, son of a bacon? Wait, wait. W- what? <laughs> Calm down. Uh, welcome, uh, everyone who's listening, to our bacon bit about Hamilton, Hamilton. on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Streaming everywhere. I would like to start at the beginning here. And just ask you guys, what was your previous relationship, quote unquote, yeah. okay. with the Hamilton musical on it's, Broadway? It's a good question. I think I have less experience than Zach, so I'll go first. Okay. I li- started listening to the soundtrack in 2016, end of 2016. For- well, oh, yeah. We should probably should clarify that Hamilton is an is a, oh. um, American musical. It came out 2015 on Broadway, I believe. In, in fact, it's about the real life of one of America's foremost founding fathers and first secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, captured live on Broadway from the Richard Rogers Theater with the original Broadway cast. Yes. And so there's musical 2015 about Alexander Hamilton. Now yes. let's go. So end of 2016, I was working at a place where people were talking about it a ton. And not that I normally care about Broadway soundtracks. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what everyone, everyone was talking about. I love Zeitgeist. And so I started nice. listening and I was like, it's not going to be my thing. I don't really like rap all that much. And immediately started liking it. Like the yeah. soundtrack is great. Even without knowing what's happening on stage, I knew enough about Lin-Manuel Miranda because my ex-wife listened to In the Heights all the time. Oh. And in so Heights. In the Heights was his first. first. Yes. It may was it his first? I, I know, know it was his first breakthrough. First. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he he broke I'm big lo- with it. Looking it up now. Yeah. He won I mean, it won the Tony for best musical and he gained, you know, big renown from it. Mm-hmm. So it was um it kind of made him the name. And I think looks like it was his first thing, by the way. Okay, yeah, it gave him the ability to continue on doing this other thing. Right. And so I started listening to that. I listened to it about five, six times through because it's a most of the songs I'll say are addicting to listen to. They're fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can picture what's happening on uh, on the stage because tickets to this show are a lot of money. And I knew I I knew I'd never be seeing it. So I kind of was just like I was satisfied with that. That said, after listening to it quite a few times, I was a little bit sick of it mm-hmm. and then kind of put it behind me while feeling like I knew the story well enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about you, Zach? I know it. I knew it less than you do or did. Um, so I similar thing. I heard a lot of chatter about it on Twitter. Like overhyped, you felt? N- no, not okay. necessarily. I heard a lot about it and it was around about the, the time that it was had broken big from the people who had seen it. And so, you know, I jumped online and... Um, I think it hadn't even been released on Spotify yet at that point. So I anyway, got a hold of some of the songs and uh, listened to it and found it very cool. And I think yeah. especially the first few tracks, um, they're really engaging and creative and different. And, and so I really liked it. And then I started listening to it some more and I felt myself disconnecting. Um, but I did the more like throughout as the story was being told, because mm-hmm. I knew I was missing a very crucial piece. And so I made the decision to cease listening to it oh. uh, and to say, and said, unless I see this in its context and how it's intended, I don't want to listen to it. Because I do think one of the biggest mistakes people make is over listening to um, original cast albums for Broadway shows. That's not how they're meant to be. You mean like consumed. when I had to listen to Wicked, Wicked 9,000 times. Example. And then when I finally saw it, I got it. Yeah. And it was almost how I pictured. Love the music. I did not like the play. Oh, you didn't? Don't read the book. You'll hate no, the book. I hate, oh, I hate, yeah. No, I hated the book first. Yeah, okay. And then was, they said that there was, when I heard they were doing a thing about the uh, play about the book, I was like, ugh, why? So, and then I heard the music and I was like, oh, maybe this is good. And then I saw the play and I'm like, nope, still don't like it. For me, though, it's like huh. reading Shakespeare. It shouldn't be done. 
You're not supposed to read Shakespeare. No, no, no. I, I think you can read Shakespeare, but if there's a level of enjoyment you're missing out on. Exactly. Like, you're, you're like only... you can do it, but it's yeah. so much better if, if it's seen. Yeah. Um, so I felt that way and decided not to engage with it as much. And I knew there were some songs that I had heard that I kind of like tuned out on. Mm-hmm. And they are now, you know, they are so much more meaningful to me because I have the context of the actor's performance and the, and the, the what's going on, which is interesting because, you know, we kind of mentioned this is a rap and hip hop musical. You can listen to the cast album and get almost the entire story because there's only a few phrases here and there that are not recorded. Yeah. Although I swear there were some songs in the performance on Disney that I'd never heard on the album. Yeah. And it could have been, you know, extended. Because you skipped, um, no, no, you didn't skip anything. No. Okay. No. So what about you, Joel? Is this, is this new to you? No. So here's the thing. Like I, okay. So when I heard back in 2015 or whatever it was, when it started getting really big, that was a huge Broadway play based on Hamilton. My first thought was, why would there be a very popular play right now about a founding father of America? This is, you know, not exactly the thing that thrills audiences right, right now. Little did you know in 2020 what would be happening to the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, but it was just more a thing where I heard about that and I'm like, I don't understand why. And then I read up on it. I was like, oh, okay. So it's a different style. It's a diverse mm-hmm. cast. I get why people are liking this a lot. But then it became so hyped that I was like, why? Why is everyone just so obsessed with this? I listen to the soundtrack and what I do, Zach, uh, when I look, cause I, I love live theater. I don't get to see it as much as I want to. Sure. Yeah. And what I see, what I do is I'll listen to the soundtrack, but I'll actually be on Wikipedia and like reading the story as it goes along. Cause they, in Wikipedia does a great job of plays where they'll explain what's happening and then they'll put like in parentheses, what song, song. it's for. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And so then I'll go through and be like, okay, I'll listen to that song till this point. Okay. And then I'll read through. And then, so I kind of, it's the same thing where it's not the same as watching the, yeah, play. of course not, but it helps, but it's a step up from just listening to the music and having no context. Right. You, I, you and I have talked about this before. You, uh, we're less concerned about spoilers when it comes to theater because it's so much more about the experience. Oddly enough. Oddly yeah. enough, yes. Because like movies, I'll be like, no, no, I don't want to see anything until I don't want to read anything or see anything until I've seen the movie. And plays, it's like, I don't know when I'm going to see it. So I just want to know about well, it. Well, what would be considered a major spoiler in a play? Hamilton gets shot. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can call me Aaron Burr. By the way, I'm dropping Hamilton. If only, if only there was a commercial in the '90s about that. Yeah, got milk. <laughs> but okay, so then I listened to the music and I read the play, and I was like, that was actually really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And like, certain songs definitely stuck out to me more, for sure. Um, and then I listened to it occasionally, enjoyed it occasionally, and mm-hmm. then I listened to the soundtrack. But then I finally got to see the play, and that's where we're at today. Yes, because the Disney Plus version of Hamilton is a stage adaptation, not a film. They're filming the stage production well, which of the play. This movie was meant to come out next July. Yeah. yeah. October. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it October or July? Was it October? Or was October, it that far back? Hamilton was originally planned for a theatrical release on October so 2021. Disney has started working with Lin-Manuel Miranda ever since Moana. Because he did the music for Moana. Yeah. And they drafted him to do uh, two more animated features. Mm-hmm. And they're like, while we have you and while you have our money, I think they bought In the Heights, which was meant to come out now. Yeah. It like if movies were coming out, it would be out now. It was my so. most anticipated of the year. Was it? Okay. Well, uh, oh, sorry. Second most. Ten. Yeah. The trailer is dynamic. Okay? It's really fun yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. And then next year is meant to be Hamilton. And yeah. I was like, oh, Hamilton's going to be huge in the theater. But because and then it got switched somehow. I don't know if. Hamilton just works better for streaming, like not a theater well, experience. So I, I was actually wondering the same thing. So I'm like, why were they waiting it's until just in the 2021 like, to do this? Because they already had it filmed. All they had to do was edit it. But they actually filmed it in two, June 2016 with the original Broadway uh, principal Broadway cast members. Yes. I did read online just today that, that um, shout out to the two, uh, technically, to the two replaced uh, ensemble actors that were not in the filmed version. Yeah, there oh. are two missing from the official 
uh, even though he was filmed cast. over three performances as well. Well, so even Jonathan uh, two, Groff, think, but, yeah. uh, Jonathan Groff, who plays King George, I believe he had been replaced by that point, but he mm-hmm. came back specifically for the to, to be on it because yeah. he's on the cast album. Yeah, because he's the original, and then he, he ended up leaving, and then they said, "Can you come back for the filming so we can get the original cast?" I mean, he's in a movie. He's a movie star. He's frozen. He's Christoph, if you don't know. Yeah. If you have not heard, uh, King George in Hamilton is my Christoph. Yeah, from Frozen, the weirdest thing. My wife could not put it together. I had to show her a video of him singing and be like, that's him. Yeah. Anyway, so they filmed the play on stage uh, with a live audience in the wide shot. And then they went back and did like tracking shots mm-hmm. and kind of crane shots yeah. and, th- and close-ups Lynn without Man- an audience. Lynn manuel said they filmed a Sunday matinee and then spent Sunday night getting some close-up shots. Mm-hmm. Spent Monday doing some close-up shots. Usually there's there's no, no shows on Sunday nights and Mondays mm-hmm. uh, on Broadway. And then, so they got some some footage on Monday. And then they filmed the Tuesday night show. Yeah. And then they had enough through that to, to put it together. And so mm-hmm. I was wondering, they filmed it back then. They probably had it edited back then. Why sit on it for so long? And I realized they probably wanted to milk a little more out of the stage production before they just gave it to everyone to see. Well, yeah, it is traveling now. Pretty much every well, not now, not now, not now. but before everything. But you think so it's making years, a ton of money. Six years after it came out, and then they're like, okay, now we'll release the film so everyone can see it. And then they were like, like no one's going to the theater, and they're like, okay, now's the time. Yeah, and I think it's the right thing to do because now when In the Heights comes out next year, there's going to be enough press behind the name Lin-Manuel Miranda for everyone that's not on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, enjoying show tunes to see this this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, and it's interesting, too, because Disney uh, bought it, bought distri- worldwide distribution rights for $75 million, and they outbid multiple other competitors like Warner Brothers and uh, 20th Century Fox which actually ended up becoming Disney too. But, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and Netflix wanted it too, but Disney got it. And it's interesting because Disney got it, but in order for Disney to have it, mm-hmm. they had to make it a little more family friendly. Yes. Because in the play Hamilton, there are technically four F words. Right. Technically. Uh, they actually scratch out one with like a record scratch. Another one, they uh, cut it off, like they kind of just mute it. Uh, one is intentionally beeped in the play. It's already beeped. And the other one's just a partial, like they don't fully say. Oh, it. you're saying in this movie version, that's yeah. how it is. This version, yeah. In, in yeah. the movie version. Yeah. In, right. the, in the play, in, in the play, they, they do cut off one and they do bleep one, but then the other two are there. Mm-hmm. But in the movie version, they actually kind of remove all of them. There so is quite a bit of S, the actual content and themes. And there's some S words as well. Like this yes. is not, this is not one for kids. And it is PG 13 rated. It says yeah. it on there PG-13. when you go to click yeah, on it. Very ad- adult themes, but they're, they're trying to like, walk the line of Disney plus yeah because Disney plus will not have anything rated R on it Mm-mm. if they do that will go to Hulu but that'd be a waste that's of going, money that's for going Disney. to touchstone plus yeah <laughs> I, I would get that one Air for Max sure plus but and that's thing it is a little more grown up but not too grown up like it, teenagers mm-hmm. can handle this just easy but yeah. I wouldn't show it to your young kids maybe just because and there's an affair in it and mm-hmm. uh, also, just there's so many words, so oh, many yeah. words that kids would maybe get lost. Also, yeah. it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah. Didn't feel like it. Didn't I've, feel it longer. I, okay, so I've been watching. We've been oh, doing, yeah, we, let's get to a review. Yeah, okay, we, yeah, we were doing we've been, song, we've we've been doing Song and Dance Sunday in my house mm-hmm. where it's just during the pandemic. It's just something fun to do. And so we'll yeah. watch a, a famous musical on Sundays. And a lot of them are, are over well over two hours. And a lot of them feel like they were well over two hours. Yeah. This one, just me and my wife watched it together. We were proving to see you know, if we wanted to show it to our kids. And I was like, wow, that went really quick. Is it because it's a, is it an operetta? 
Is that what this is called? I, I guess I was trying to find a word too. An operetta is um, uh, essentially a musical that's sung through. Yeah. So like your your Les Mises and your Phantom of the Operas, where they don't Most really Sondheim ever stop stuff. singing. In a lot of old musicals, they'll have just dialogue that doesn't mm-hmm. really flow well, maybe not written the best, and then it'll go to an amazing song and everyone starts singing well, and like, dancing. We just watched Bye Bye Birdie, for mm-hmm. example. It's mostly talking, and the yeah. songs are just kind of coming every now and then. Dang, that's a fun movie, by the way. Really, and Margaret is beautiful, but that's not the point. Well, yes, she is. Um, and, but this one was, yeah, it's it's singing almost the entire time. Yeah. All right, so let's go around and, and give our reviews of, of Hamilton. Yeah. And like we said, there's no real spoiler section here because this is history. Zach, so, I'm really curious what you think. I feel like you're gonna have a lot of thoughts because you are probably the most experienced yeah. in theatrics. I do have opinions that get into a more technical level. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just. I'll give you my bias or, or I'll give you Just my opinion right away. Drop it. Let's do it. Fi- the, it is the finest filmed um, stage musical I've ever seen. I've never seen it done better. The way they put it together is amazing. I, well, I've no. seen a junior high presentation <laughs> of Grease Jr. No, wait. No, I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out the Grease like, 2 Jr.? Yeah, yeah. When you say the finest filmed... <laughs> as it, as in the way it's put together and right, the way you're how watching many, it. Like, I'm, I'm thinking how many filmed performances I mean, are there out there? A, a couple that come to... You're putting me on the spot here. Well, no, I'm just no, wondering, uh, like, like, like Sweeney Todd is, was probably my favorite to this point. Um, I'm just watching the stage. Les Mis. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. With Angela Lansbury. With Angela Lansbury and Lynn Carroll, I think his name was. Anyway, um... Oh, uh, and then there's been a few like uh, Oklahoma with Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Just there's been some some filmed versions. Uh, Zachary Levi was in She Loves Me in 2016. They filmed that, and they're good. But the way this is put together is so cinematic and so engaging that it takes an already engaging story and just it, it takes it next level. So it feels so professional. Um, and then the music itself has just been in my head in such a way because I think it's so engaging. It's making my mind work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then seeing it visually, you know, it's it's visually breathtaking in so many ways. The way it's staged, it's simple, but it, it's spectacle without having big things moving around uh, like, like a it's large... Very, the, the set is very minimalistic. Yeah. It's like uh, kind of like a, I don't know, a dock or something like that. It's like woodwork. Yeah, yeah it's like, like a like scaffolding almost. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and uh, the cast is wearing... Just bloomers, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they, it's it's stripped down to a point of pure storytelling. Yeah. And Lin Manuel has said this is a story of America then, told by America now. So the cast is is very racially diverse. Many people of color, uh, but and they, I believe that the, they're cast for ideals and ideas. You know, your cast is energy. Your cast is power. Your cast is innocence. Mm-hmm. You know, and and these characters embody that. Um, but getting to my review, uh, I think it's amazing. I was I was shocked and floored and. I immediately wanted to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this is the first time you've seen it. First time I'd seen I never had I not tried, even a leaked version I, or how anything much of the like history that. did you know of Alexander Hamilton? Not a ton. And I actually don't take it as history. I, I, I no. I, it, I know that it stretched for fiction. I know that it stretched for storytelling. I know for a fact that um, when he when Hamilton was approached for his uh, on his affair, mm-hmm. it, the the character or the person that approached him wasn't even in the show. It's James Monroe, and mm-hmm. he wasn't even in there. They made it James Madison because it worked better. Like I know I know they had to change things, so I don't take it as history fact. Yeah. Though it does help me to to want to look into it more. Uh, but I I uh, had never got to see the show. I always put in for tickets for the lottery and stuff, and never got to. Yeah, I had a bootleg, and I started watching it, and it was such low quality that I was like, no, yeah, why bother. And uh, I'm so glad I waited. I'm so glad I didn't listen to the music as much. So a lot of that was fresh. Um, songs that I wasn't interested in before are now my very favorites. Really? Uh, for example, Satisfied. Um, mm. It's a song uh, Angelica um, Schuyler sings about you know, her experience with Hamilton. I, I never really clicked with me. 
I think it's the finest song in the whole show. Like, I love this thing, and I couldn't give it a higher A+. Plus. A plus. A, well, a, a plus. Ten out of ten. A plus. Ten. Uh, get your. I was gonna say yeah. Do your ten out of ten. It was a ten there. out of ten. <laughs> I was actually not. Don't lean over to the kid side so early. Well, hold on. I would never give. I, it I a actually plus. wasn't even giving it my final grade. I was just kind of saying that as a figure of speech. Oh, but, but when uh, you say I couldn't give it a higher A plus, though, I mean that's a lot of hyperbole. Uh, yeah, exactly. But that is. is that, that's why I wasn't giving it my official grade. And now but, that you've seen it on video, would you, I mean, would you be wanting to see it on stage? Is that that's a great? I'm glad you brought that up. There's nothing about seeing it on Disney plus that makes me want to see it live any less because what the this filming does is it gives you an intimate look at the show mm-hmm. that you will never, ever, ever get that. So you are not seeing multiple what, views and all yeah, that. You're, you're not seeing how you would see it in at a, the in same the time. Show. I do wish, and this is just me. I wish they would have given us just more wide shots and let us see the whole stage. Yeah. Cause there's stuff happening everywhere, but they kept cutting the camera to different places. And I'm like, it looks chaotic. I just want to see what everyone is doing right now. I did want to see more of the choreography on the sides. I think yeah. they give you stage pictures when they want you to have the best stage pictures, which that means, you know, how they framed everybody on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, they pull out wide for some really, really cool setups. But yeah. I, I think I really do think it's like you can see that when you come see the show. We're going to give you the intimate performances here. Are we considering this a movie or a uh, filmed Production. Well, considering it is not legally eligible for an Oscar, it is a filmed production. Okay. Yeah, I did hear that too. Film, filmed stage productions are not eligible for Oscars, so this is not a film. Well, and for, for most of Sonic, Song and Dance Sunday, we've been doing these uh, films, like not stage productions. And Phantom of the Opera actually came out. It was, uh, uh, what is that called? Andrew Lloyd releasing his uh, musicals on YouTube. The oh, shows must go on. Yeah. And it was a stage production of Family Opera. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really fun to see. I, I've actually seen the live performance yeah. in West End. Oh, oh there we go. Whoa, oh, oh, theater. But was I saw it very elaborate? Was the stage elaborate no, compared it, that, to the Hamilton one? Yeah, much more. Yes, mm-hmm. it's much more ornate. There's moving mechanics going on. There's like, you know, things moving around. Right. This was much more simplistic. Yes, but it very was much still, so. It was fun to see the stage performance because I think a movie it would be lost. Like I think, oh I think totally, the performance. No, it would be entirely cheesy. It would be because when all of a sudden they're going from a serious song to hey, 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 hey. If you saw the movie and people dancing in the street the way they do, you'd be like, nope. And I, I can't have. accept this. I kind of have because uh, there's a YouTube channel that I'm not going to remember the name of, so I'm not going to even try. But my kids like it, and they, they do, do a, they do covers of Hamilton mm-hmm. songs. And they do them kind of in a, in a film version with like people playing the roles and stuff like that. Is it bad? It's fine. No, it's, it's actually not bad. Like they sound great. Is it working with but lemons? But seeing it, it is. That's it. Yeah. But seeing it, I knew it was yellow, but I could not remember <laughs> lemons. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine, but it just doesn't feel like the same type of thing. It looks, it's a little more like, I don't know. It, it, I feels felt, like I felt parody a little bit. On stage. Yeah. Are, we, are we saving a spoiler section or no. is that necessary? We can do a quick no. one. I mean, I don't know why we would, because everything, it's history. I will say, there it's are, history is I, I, I think that there are things that happen in the show that I would consider spoilers. So you do want a spoiler section? A few this. minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, so I'm, I don't know if I crossed that line. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we put the line between movie and film production, because as a film production, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, it, it, is, it is having the best seat in the house. The multiple yeah. best seats in the house. Seeing different views. It's interesting, too, because since it's a live production for the most part... You even see some of their flaws when it comes to songs. Sure. Like it feels more real. Mm-hmm. I prefer the vocalizations on stage to the recording. I've actually listened to the... Well, they're the, perfected in the recording. I've listened to, um, I've listened to the, um, the cast album mm-hmm. since seeing it, and I found myself feeling more emotion from the actors see, on, I think on, on the movie. Leslie like, Odom... visual there, too. Leslie Odom Jr. plays Aaron Burr, who is a standout in the cast. He, his, won, he won the Tony. His singing in this production, in the filmed one, not super great for me. 
Really? But his acting is good. Yeah. Do Whereas you, he sounds better in the album. I'm going to say something kind of controversial sure. right now. Ooh. And maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Okay. But it was amazing to me, like just kind of mind-boggling, I should say, that the weakest singer in the cast was Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, weakest actor as well. I thought acting was he's fine. He's not super good. But like when, when he, uh, he's, he's fine. It's like me writing a musical <laughs> and being like, I'm the main guy. Everyone cheer for me when but, I'm clearly the weakest. No, but that's I'm the weakest like, link there. Pe- people put him up on this pedestal. Yes. And rightly so, because he is so talented. Like you listen to Moana you, you, and just the, the way that they do the rhymes and just the, the cadence of it. Oh, yeah. It's so entertaining to listen to. Same with Hamilton. You listen to the, the songs and the way they speak, the sing speak, the way they actually sing, the way the music comes together and the melodies and the harmonies. It's so good. And then he comes on and actually sings. And I'm like. Not as strong a singer as everyone else around you right now. Not bad. Saying that. See, no, I think it's a Hugh Jackman yeah. in Les Misérables. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, no, no, Russell Crowe was really bad. So was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was one of those where I'm like, it I like, I like your performance. But then someone actually said to me, "It doesn't it feel like a little more like he stands out because of that? Like he maybe he's going for that a little more raw, a little more emotional, a little less polished." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, maybe, but he brings a level of intensity that I, I bet you no other actor does in that role." Mm-hmm. Because it comes from uh, his place of passion, yeah. See, and I think you maybe overlook the like. I I totally disagree. Right. I think anyone else should be in that role, and I wonder if cast that followed him, if they had to follow in kind of like the weakness in yeah. portrayal. I, I I can tell you, I um, I mentioned I I watched a little bit of a a bootleg. The bootleg had his understudy. Okay, much better. Yeah, as far as as far as vocal, vocal performance, performance. Yes, much like we got to be very, careful if we bash on that little Miranda. Yeah. we're going to burn down the bacon. Well, no, he, he's the weakest part. Much more weakest singer. Weakest singer. Weakest actor. I mean, obviously he created the thing, so yeah, you yeah. can't bash him too much. But I, his understudy Javier Munoz, who was also his understudy on uh, in, in the Heights, because he huh. also because Lin Manuel also wrote and starred in in the Heights. Um, much better, more pleasing singing voice. And so if I was to give it a score, I actually would give this show a 9.5 because not a huge, I, I actually really don't like Lin-Manuel's voice. Yeah. I really don't like his voice. I also didn't connect with another character. but Which, which character? His wife. Oh, Philippa Sue? Eliza, I didn't like Philippa Sue. Are you she, kidding she, me? She, she was I, the I emotional like center. She was the standout singer for me. She was uh, the one that I, I went, she's going to go places. Really didn't like her voice. Oh, what? Angelica Schuyler would like a word with you. Oh, no, Angelica Schuyler is definitely Renee Elise Goldsberry is amazing. No, no, I, I really, the thing is, I liked Angelica Schuyler's, uh, like, uh, the way she was able to do the really fast sing. Yep. The fast singing yep. was so impressive. But then Eliza, the way she would hit certain notes, I was like, yep. wow, well, I'm impressed. I, I, she won me over by the end, which we maybe, we can talk about in spoilers. I, the reason I want to do spoilers is because I want to hear your guys' interpretation of the end. But ah, uh, I, I read up on it. So I, okay. Um, I think that she, she just didn't connect with me. I don't think she was bad. She, she just wasn't working great for me. Okay. I really, I really okay. liked her. Yeah. So I, I can tell. She was a, a standout for me. I've had conversations with people. I'm definitely in the minority. Also, like and I, I know theater productions do this, but the shared cast thing, I didn't like. Oh, spoilers. I didn't like the repeat performance. Spoilers. Yeah, how, that's not spoilers. I think so. How people switch. No, we'll get there. We don't want to talk about who they are. Okay. I think it was okay. a big mistake yeah. because it's such a big production. It seems like Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's our, that's like Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> it feels like he just like, he's like, I've got buddies. They're going to be in this. I don't like anybody else. Mm. So I don't know. Well, I, well, I know that they do a limited cast a lot of times too for budgetary reasons. Yeah. Like, mm. hey, we, we don't want to use you for just this one part. So let's use you in two different parts. But I wish they would have distinguished some characters more because right. some of them... They were, uh, in fact, I mean, it's not a spoiler, right? I could say who is who, right? I let's, watched let's it wait, with somebody who was very surprised by it. 
What? Yep. I was surprised. A spoiler because I was surprised, even though I listened to the album. Many it's times. not a spoiler about the story. It's just an actor playing multiple roles. Yeah, I know, but still, let's wait. But I'm going to give this one. Uh, I mean, I want to give it a B plus because of the hype, but probably a B because two hours forty minutes is a beast. And that last half of this, it dragged for me. Really? Yeah, even knowing the songs because I'm like, oh, I usually skip this song. And Zach, you're right. There were songs like Helpless and stuff that I like this time around, but. It did drag for me, and then Manuel Miranda, eh, the weakest part. We just call him. Lum. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a B to be contrary to everyone's glowing opinion. That's even though I feel like it's still really good. Interesting. I get. I just get annoyed. I get so annoyed with because everyone loved this so much and like worships this music. Oh yeah, the best thing ever. That I, was, that I was like, man, I don't want to like it as but, much as everyone else. But you did. do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I really like you. You know me. I love uh, I love beautiful singing. Mm-hmm. I love really quick witted wordplay. Yes. And there were some runs on here where they were just going. And I'm great. like, how are you doing this without messing up? It's so impressive to watch. And just the way they, like I said, the songs were impressive. I liked them before. I highly enjoyed many of the many of the performances. Um, oh, do you guys have a favorite song, by the way? Nonstop for me is that's a show. Nonstop. Uh, not uh, nonstop or satisfied. Yeah, those are both really good. Or or pretty much anything Aaron Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Dear Theodosia is yeah, it's great. really touching it's really like, yeah. for different reasons. Well, we got to give but. love also to King George. And here's the thing about King George. Jonathan Groff, who I said was uh, Christoph. Mm-hmm. In my mind, when I listened to the soundtrack, I imagined him prancing around on stage and kicking his legs and waving the wand around. He came out stoic and just glared at the camera, or gl- glared at the audience and spat on them as he was singing. It's a restrained and extremely powerful performance. And it is yeah, because yeah. then I was like, it's like King George just trying to hold it together instead of freaking out on them. And even like the little shoulder shimmy, I was I like, love I, it. I think that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, By the way, uh, his spittle, which a lot of people have talked about, is how it's done, boys. It's spitting? intentional. That's why no one should be doing theater during COVID because that's how much you should be spitting on stage. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't think you need in, to spit on I've stage. been spit on by so many actors. Well, when, that when you belt in a production, you're meant... In order to be heard, you 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 put that much spit out. Because I thought he was <laughs> hamming it up knowing he was being I filmed. thought he was supposed to, yeah, was supposed to be frothing at the mouth yeah. as the Mad King That's George. how he sings. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because it was like shining on his lip for a bit. Yeah, like but a you'll never see that when you, go see, when you pay $400 to go see that show. Because you're never far enough back. Yep. Unless you're in the splash zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Anyway, but and the thing that was interesting to me was that listening to the soundtrack versus seeing it on on, on stage, quote mm-hmm. unquote, in the film, because I've never seen it on stage. But there were certain lines that don't they're not really melodic in the in the music. Mm-hmm. But when you see them on stage and see what's happening around, there were lines that hit me emotionally like that is beautifully said, just like the way they said certain things. And uh, I got to the end and I went, dang it, I really liked that. Yeah. And I want to watch it again. I'm giving this a 4.5. Whoa. Whoa. Joel's highest possible score after, yes, after early high, viewings. Uh, yeah. My highest possible score on our first viewing because it really was so impressive. I'm like, I got to revisit that again. And yes, there were things that I was kind of like, eh, like the F words. I'm like, eh, not a big fan. Sure. But at the same time, one of them made me laugh. And I'm like, dang it. I shouldn't laugh at that. Don't let my children see that. Was yes, it about Aaron cr- Burr? Uh, I think so. Hamilton's reaction yeah. to news from Burr. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was really impressed. I really was with most, with just the, the, even the production. Like I thought that, like I said, I wanted more wide shots so I could see what was going on. Cause I felt like a lot of the choreography just felt like chaos at some points. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know they're doing something, but I yeah. can't see the whole picture. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'll say and it. yeah, yeah. 
There you go. Okay. As a theater person, this is a gift uh, having it on Disney Plus because even more so than seeing it in theater, this is the this is the circumstance in which you can see it with subtitles. Yeah. And that that That's in and of itself, true. it's the only way you would see it with subtitles. And yeah. that was a gift. To be able to understand what they're saying when they're yeah. on those really fast runs. And the gossip in New York City is insidious. Like, <laughs> yeah. And oh, I love the wordplay. Okay, guys. So much wordplay. Um, one more thing I was going to say. Yes. Though. Before spoilers. Yes. I apologize because I kind of spoiled my review already uh, online because after I watched it, I just went on Twitter and all I tweeted was, I get it now. Hashtag Hamilton, uh, Hamilton film or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Hamilton film. Hamilton film. Because I was like, I get the hype. I understand why people really like it. This is a fantastic musical. And I feel bad. For every musical that tries to copy it for the next few years, because it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, shortly it's after. Shortly after, there was a show release called uh, Natasha and Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812 or something like that, and yeah. it had a very Hamilton feeling intro, yeah. and it was not very good. And I, I actually was talking to someone there, and I said, "Why Hamilton? Like, you watch this play, and there's there's George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, and like all the you know uh, John Adams, these big huge names that we know." Mm-hmm. And someone said, "It's because it's the story we don't know." Yeah, and I was like, "For example, ah. great segue." Who lives, who dies, who tells your spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. So we're going to spoil the fact? A couple <laughs> things, though. I will yeah. say this, um, the, and Lin-Manuel has said this. The reason uh, that he picked Hamilton is because Hamilton is hip-hop. Hip-hop and rap is a lot about writing yourself out of a bad situation, writing yourself out of a bad living situation or a bad upbringing. And... Hamilton literally wrote himself out of a bad situation. Well, but that's, okay. that's just it. So so that's why the reason, the reason I, it was actually after I watched it, I went, why Hamilton? Because I was like, yeah, he's Secretary of the Treasury and he wrote a lot. Yeah. But I was like, why him though? Like, no, it's it's all about the duel. Like that is the iconic part in yeah. history. Well, that right. Another very political figure killed him. And, yeah. and vice a, president, a yes. guy who who caught beef with everybody along the way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did obviously fabricate some things, like him meeting Aaron Burr throughout his life was. Uh, we keep meeting. No, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little more. And that's one thing I, I didn't say enough credit to it. the The way it played the rivalry in this in this movie in this production mm-hmm. is really cool to see. You don't see things like that. No. Yeah, where these guys are like aligned for so much, but there's the seething rivalry the seething for, jealousy for a story it works like yeah it, it felt like what's the movie amadeus mm-hmm. yeah where, where you have like this person who's just jealous Salieri. of Lillip- yeah Salieri is just jealous of mozart and it drives him to do terrible things and i just think i felt the same way although yeah. it's, it's one of the things i love though is the fact that it, it, aaron burr has this moment of like this is what i'm known for now i did all these oh, wonderful yeah. things and this is what i'm known for the got milk commercial mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say got milk commercial but yeah, uh, I I liked that there were multiple characters playing or the same actor playing multiple characters because it, it showed range. It does, except for the fact that David Diggs, who played uh, Lafayette, yeah, as a very flamboyant, fun personality, and then, then comes in as Thomas Jefferson playing a flamboyant, fun who personality. was the French dignitary. Yeah, yeah. I kind of went. I, I don't really understand why they had him play the same role because it almost got confusing at some points. I'm like, wait, he's Lafayette or he's Jefferson now, not Lafayette. Yeah. Whereas, that, uh, yeah. The best performer was the guy who played um, Hercules Mulligan. Oh, I'm not going to say his name right. James Madison. Oh, yeah, because he O'Kiriate. played two very different characters. Onodoan. Yeah, yeah, his name's hard to say. Yeah, or, or he's, he's amazing as as Hercules Mulligan. But and he he's did a great job because James Madison was so different from Hercules yeah. Mulligan. Hercules yeah. Mulligan was like that, you know, kind of just brap, brap. yeah, in your face kind of yeah. guy. And then James Madison was more proper. I liked Lawrence as well, who he played um, Lawrence and then the son. Yeah, Anthony Ramos is John He's Lawrence okay. and Philip Hamilton. He's, I liked him. I didn't think he was amazing, but it, I, I it really liked him. It was a little him. weird that 
he was playing his son when he didn't look like a kid. Yeah, but that threw me. But then theater, it's a theater, so you got yeah, yeah. those little. Yeah, I, I put it away, and you know, sure, he's nine. Yeah, it's not going to be for long. He is going to be the he or he is the lead in the in the Heights movie, yeah. right? And then Jasmine Cephas Jones playing both Peggy. Uh, Skyler and Maria Reynolds, Maria Reynolds, the woman he had an affair with. Yeah, that one I passed. Like Peggy's not a big character. So well, but here's right. the thing, Zach. The reason I don't think this is a spoiler is because I literally saw a post today of someone uh, announcing that, oh yeah, they played dual roles, and you said, "Duh." <laughs> that was your comment. No, did you know that people play multiple roles in theater? Duh. Well, people it's usually like ensemble and yeah. bit parts, though. It's not yeah. the co-leads no but if they usually if they change they come out with like a totally different and they do they have See, different costumes well your most important characters here. though your most important characters are played by the same actor which is hamilton uh skyler sisters and george washington who george washington is the the we coolest talk part. about we didn't even talk about him but he's I love amazing it. here comes the general he earns like, that intro yeah he's so great yeah when he comes out and just starts chris oh, jackson yes so in moana as well actually is he who's he in moana i think he's the dad oh huh. okay yeah. Anyway, I he yeah we should have talked more about him. He's great. Yeah, not but in the spoiler section. So people probably turned it off because they didn't want to know multiple people played multiple yeah, roles. One thing that I couldn't picture very well when listening to the album what were the duels, and there were there were tracks that are kind of garbage tracks because it's like the ten duel commandments. Oh, I think that was so number cool. one. Whereas in, in the movie, you see it play out. They do a lot of slow motion too, so mm-hmm. it does actually give you the that visual representation. Yeah, the one that's the bullet that yeah. like moves it along. It looks much better. And yes, the ending. Which we talked so much about this. You know, this is a long bacon bit, but yeah, Almost the done. the way the ending plays out is that that was actually hard for me to picture while listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas seeing it on on stage was much better. Yeah, much more emotional. I'll say that it is. And it, I mean, obviously, did you get emotional? Did you guys? No, no. Uh, by that well, point, it was two hours forty minutes. Yeah, you were done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was more yeah. emotional. Yeah. Of, course of course, I did. At the end of nonstop, because it's such a show stopping number. That's the end of the first act. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, that was awesome. Yeah. That was so cool. At the end of the movie, I was like, I mean, there's a there's a moment at the end where I was like, oh, it's good acting right there. Which is? Philippa Sue Elijah. gasping. Okay. Which the gasp. People have been confused at the very at the very, very end of the play. She's singing her last lines and then she just goes, <gasps> I got emotional from that too. That's you got when, emotional? Well, her oh, yeah, her ending, the way like she kind of closes out the story the, the song, like I told you, I put myself back in this story. I took myself out after you cheated on me. I put myself back in. I worked, I lived for another 50 years. I created an orphanage. I like anything that I was like, I don't really love her. I'm not really connecting her. Like melted away. And I thought she was just like, that was brilliant. But the gasp honestly pulled me out for a second. It was one of those, wait, what? What happened? Because it's a fourth wall break. A little bit. But at the same time, she has said, that it's open for interpretation. Like I think she, it's clear as day. She had her her idea of what it was, but she when said, you see the staging, I should think. Yeah. So what, what is your interpretation? When you see the staging and you listen to what's happening, it says, "Will they tell your story? Who tells your story?" And then it, she finishes singing, and she's led. Now, now Hamilton has already been pulled away. She's led by Lin Manuel Miranda, and they kind of make a turn around and then go back upstage or back closer to the audience. That is, and then I believe. The curtains drawn back. Very clear. Lin-Manuel Miranda is bringing Eliza Hamilton to say, who will tell the story? Will they know your story? Look, here's 1,300 people sitting on the edge of their seats in tears. That's a good interpretation. I think it's, for me, it's pretty clear. People make it like religious. I don't agree with that. People say she's dying or she she sees Lin when she's dying. No, the pretty clear is, you know, he's leading her into heaven. 
uh, to be rejoined with her son and husband, oh. right? That's the pretty clear. It's the meta take is what you're saying. Yeah. And the meta take is very cool. For me, and, and for me, it's, it's based on staging. See, and I just think right. it's gas. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, she's like... <laughs> No. And they kept it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, "That's oh, beautiful." No, she. That thing that wasn't in the script. She did that, and then he said, "Keep it." It's Let, a moment it. I could live beyond the play. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I like that. I like that ending. Yeah. I, I like that. I like your interpretations. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Do, I do like it. You know, and some people, you know, give it a religious context and say it's like you know, seeing heaven and mm-hmm. and being reunited with family. And I do mm-hmm. think that's all cool. And I I think that can exist in there as well. Well, to me, if she came up with that, it feels like she had the idea of that maybe it was the more meta take. But he wrote it as she finally got to relax and you know yeah. rest. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I really do like that idea though. Just who tells your story? Like, I, I, I kind of like that concept of just we live our lives here. Mm-hmm. And who's going to tell our stories? Who's? It depends what we do in this life, but then someone's going to have an interpretation of it. And this is all based on a, a like he based the entire play on a book uh, from this other guy. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name right now, but apparently the author I can't either. Has it was, been a, it was a biography a he read on an airplane. He loves it. He loves the show. Oh, cool! Even though it's not entirely historically sure. accurate, he really enjoyed it. Poor John Adams. <laughs> One thing I'd recommend to you guys as we're wrapping up, uh, check out, uh, it's in a, it's a video. It's on the Obama White House YouTube channel. Oh, they're going to say Newsies is also on Disney Plus, a stage production. No. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that. Yeah. It's is there. it good? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's a Broadway show. It's, it's a lot of good dancing. Yeah. Um, but the uh, go check out, it's a video from 10 years ago. Lin-Manuel Miranda with short hair shows up to a White House poetry event with the Obama administration and the, the Obamas are there. And he says, I've got this new thing for you. I've been working on a concept album. It's about someone who embodies hip hop, Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton. And people start laughing and they're like, what's this? And they start playing the opening number and people don't know what to think or feel. <laughs> and it was the first time it was unveiled to anybody. That's really when it cool. was a concept album. Yeah. yeah. Lin-Manuel is singing the whole thing as Aaron Burr. Um, and then he said it took him two years to write the first two songs. <laughs> yeah. Because well, you got to start it big. And it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Well, and no, here's the other thing is like, so we, we watched a lot of World War movies and mm-hmm. regular, not regular war, other war movies. I'm watching a lot of war movies recently. And it got me kind of really interested in history. And then I'm um, watching this one. I also ended up doing a lot of uh, research about the Revolutionary War as well. Yeah. And it's just so interesting to me. Like this, like honestly, these last couple of weeks have been really good for me. Because I've been learning a lot more about who we are in our country's history. It's a history. perfect month for it. Yeah. And that's what it kind of felt like. And even though, like, the thing is, I completely understand, like, reading about Alexander Hamilton and George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, like, all those founding fathers, of how flawed they were. Because mm-hmm. they, they were people who made mistakes. And right. that's fine. Because we all make mistakes. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow, it is really impressive how they were able to build up this country in a way being that, very flawed people. Yeah, and very flawed people. that, But just in a way that has not had not been done around the world before. And, like, even when they were talking about crafting the how difficult it was to kind of craft, craft this declaration of independence and then craft the constitution right and it was difficult but it really to kind of th- this musical helped me kind of appreciate how hard it was and, and that's why i feel like it. the innovation of the music matches the innovation of the the founding of the country okay and i think that's why it excels because it's not your typical broadway musical no yeah with a lot of ballads and all that kind of stuff there are ballads but still yeah now you should go watch 1776 uh, don't do that 1776 <laughs> uh yeah, I tweeted about it, though. It's so funny when it ends on Disney Plus. Did it suggest the sound of music to yeah, you guys? Yeah, me too. Everyone, no everyone. Disney Plus. I don't I want mean, to watch no, the no, sound, sound of music. No, music is fantastic. But I like after it. that, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so yeah, it should have been like the Broadway Newsies or something like that. Yeah. But it yeah. just made me laugh. Like I'm, I'm like kind of emotional and 
Maria von Trapp just sitting there on a the hill. <laughs> so you're saying you're pro Nazi? Is that what you're saying? Oh, go, oh, that's time to end the Zach? show. Is that what you're saying, Zach? <laughs> well, Zach. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>